Hello, and welcome to the 11th episode of How to Hold a Pencil. My name is Ruben Ingber, and I'm your host. This week with me, I have this week I have with me Josh Long, who has such an amazing background, um, and we'll get to that in just a moment. But before we get to that, I want to thank Josh for not only for not only being here, but uh, being part of the reason I started this show. Um, I doubt he remembers this this story, but I, we met briefly at Brooklyn Beta this past year. I remember. Oh, okay. And I said to him, I you know, if I start a show, will you be a guest? And he said, without a doubt. And that was sort of like booking my first guest and really pushed me to get going. Um, and so it's great to finally have Josh on the show. Josh, for the people that don't know who you are, uh, why don't you give us a brief uh, introduction, you know, who you are and what you're doing and that kind of stuff. Man, in short, I'm just uh, I'm a designer and a writer. Um, just looking to try to make the world a little bit better than, um, you know, leave it a little better than it was when I was here. Um, I am uh, the founder of Patterns, which is a business and design school. I help teach artists how to sustain themselves. Um, it's, a, it's a beautiful space with some, uh, you know, really great support. And uh, we're just, ha- we've had a couple sessions already. It's just been amazing, man. It's a great, great uh, experience. And it's a passion of mine I've had for a long time. It's been really cool to see through. Um, I also own Cheddar, which I uh, acquired from one of your previous guests, Mr. Sam Sofas. Um, I build an app called Simplecast with John Buddha, which you actually use to run this podcast. So thank you for that. I do. Um, yeah, I noticed the player. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also have written uh, three books, uh, Execute Genius and Design Evolution, and I am right now writing my fourth book. Um, I am right in the heat middle of it right now. I'm also a member of The Great Discontent, and I co-host Happy Monday with the lovely Miss Sarah Parmenter. Well, you do. You are quite a busy, busy individual. Um, well, let's dive right in. I want to talk to you about actually about the book that you're writing right now. Um, and okay. I spoke to Sam about it last week, um, a little bit about the project Execute iOS. Um, you know, he gave me the perspective from the teacher. So I, I want to hear the perspective of the student. But for the people who don't know, why don't you tell me a little bit about that project and then we'll dive in. Well, the best way to learn something, I think, is to, um, you know, I, there, there's patterns to things, right? That's why I started the school. And if you want to learn something, after a long time, you start to realize that there is a formula for learning something. So one of those parts is finding someone that is extraordinary at what they do. Whatever you want to learn, find someone that's extraordinary at it. And that person was Sam. Um, from the student standpoint, um, iOS was, was always a very hard thing. And still isn't easy, um, but... After watching Sam work and watching an expert work, which is why I think it is so important and always skipped um, in tutorials and things like that, is that you know you can see someone that does it constantly and someone that is really good at it, and you can see them work on a real app in real time. Um, that's priceless. Uh, so many people uh, that try to create tutorials and things like that, they just um, you know they plan, they they make something really simple, but they just plan to to death and they make this thing it's like this huge production instead of being real you know like to see it in real time um that was a great experience and from there um i was just able to translate it like i do everything else in my life um as a designer i just i take apart whatever we did and i and i look for the the core i I break it down as far as far as i can and get it as simple as i can and then reach out i try to um translate it into something simple so everyone can learn so 
you know, I know you guys built out Execute iOS, which is an iOS, an, a to-do list app for iOS, which is kind of funny since you both were involved in Cheddar, which is also a to-do <laughs> list app. Um, exactly. Obviously, there are differences. And I know you, at the when you first started out, you know, the three-day experiment, um, you were a real beginner. You didn't really have any sk- iOS-specific skills. You have You had some some working knowledge of how things work a little bit, but you were new to it. I'm wondering if after the three days, are you confident enough now to go out and start building something else on iOS? Or is it sort of like you got it for this project, but you're not sure where you're going to go with it next type thing? No, I I absolutely can, and I'll tell you why. Um, Breaking down iOS... um, taught me a lot just about anything else that I try to learn whether it's um, philosophy or you know front end design or just writing books and things like that like I figured out that you need to have a basic understanding of the players that I call them right so you have variables methods functions Um, you need to understand objects and object oriented programming but you can get that at a snapshot so if you can have that and have a visual representation of it in front of you when you're trying to learn, you could say, oh, I need a variable here. What was the variable again? And just look and then use the syntax as far as like what you have to type. Excuse and me. Then, and then – oh, you're fine. Um, and just lean on the documentation. So if you, can, if you can know the players, what you need to use, know how to type them, Xcode and uh, Ejective-C are set up in a way that you can lean on the documentation – you can literally say, okay, I need a navigation controller or I need view control, a navigation view controller, and you can just look it up. You can literally right-click on whatever you type, and not only will it autocomplete, but you can also read all about it. Um, and you just keep doing that until you learn it. It's really easy. Yeah, I, I think it's so cool the way you guys went about it because a lot of times, you know, especially now and with people learning development – the things will say, you know, sign up here and you could do a 12-week, you know, immersive course. And at the end of 12 weeks, you can be an app developer. But for a lot of people, you know, investing, obviously it takes time to learn anything. But investing 12 weeks and, you know, leaving your job or your family or whatever it might be um, is really hard. And you guys sort of de- dived right in and said in three days, you know, in a weekend almost, in a long weekend, we can show you how to build iOS apps and we can do it in a new way. So I, I think that's definitely one characteristic of what separates it from separates Execute from a lot of other iOS courses. I'm wondering if you might, from being the student, if you could sort of go through anything else that separates it from other programs or other ways of learning. Because obviously everybody has different learning styles, but I'm wondering what separates this one from other things. Well, I think what makes this unique is, um, you know, it's very much in line with with the execute brand itself um it you know these 12 week immersive courses and everything are are definitely great um but i think there's a lot to be said to say to put that kind of a time constraint on yourself and then figure out how to learn it in other words like know the framework of learning anything and apply it to it put a time constraint on it and make it happen you'll you'll know if you've ever been in school or you've gone to any kind of 12-week program there is a lot of dead space in between um, there's a lot of boredom. There's a lot of, you know, looking off into the ceiling and being confused, <laughs> not being able to do things. You know, when you when you have to do something, you are extremely impressed with others and extremely impressed with yourself, like what you're capable of doing under that kind of 
uh, duress, that kind of pressure. Um, one of the misnomers, I think, of, of the whole Execute brand is, is people um, said, well, you know, it's just kind of like hacking and it's just getting something done and it's only building something that's kind of like halfway done. That's not the truth. The definition of Execute is to finish something. So what we always try to do is we try to simplify things as much as we can and get them done in a timely manner. But one thing we don't do is dumb things down. So Sam, when we were doing Execute iOS, a lot of people would say, hey, we need to, you know, we need to get into storyboards and we need to do all the front end things and just design UIs and um, things of that nature. But basically what we did is we stuck straight into code. Do you know what I mean? Like we didn't use any of the easy tools. We did it the hard way. Um, because that's the way to learn and that's the best way to get an understanding. So my answer to your question, why is it different? One, it's an expert. You're witnessing an expert in real time building an app like as they would build their own stuff. They're not just building like a toy app um, and it's not all scripted. It's the way he would build an app. We didn't plan this at all beforehand. We literally said, let's make this real. If you were going to sit down and build something, Sam... That's the way it needs to be because that's what people need to see. They need to see the hiccups. They need to see the decisions. They need to see all that. So that's one reason why it, it's better. Two, it's going to be better because of the book. Um, it's breaking down things. And like I just said, it's giving you a visual representation of the things that are important that you can reference as you go. So if someone says you need to declare a variable, that's language that someone uses. So you have to go to variable, and it says if someone says declare a variable this is what you need to do and this is why it does it really quick and snapshot and then you're moving on again and then if you need any particular element of objective c you can literally right click and go into the um, documentation so it's it's knowing the important things and and not spending too much time on the things that aren't important for getting something built that's i mean uh, your whole your whole message or your whole idea about you know coming out with a project and setting sort of a deadline for yourself whether it's selling the product or announcing it on your blog you know i think it's something that i've used you know in my learning style a lot of the times um you know it must have been 10 weeks ago when i had never touched wordpress before and i you know i'd been on a job interview and they said have you ever built with wordpress and i said no and unfortunately that job didn't work out um and then I left that and I was like, wait a minute, I know that I can do it. And then I said, yep. and, you know, I set up my own project. I said I was going to do four WordPress sites in four weeks and I blogged about it and I wrote about it. You know, I made a fake portfolio site. I made a, a site for this podcast. And I think that people, when they're learning, I think it's so important for you to say, you know, I'm going to do this this week and I'm going to get it done uh, no matter what. And I think that's something that you, you know, you profess a lot, whether it's with Execute iOS or Execute in general, when you wrote it with Drew Wilson. Um, I want to I want to uh, switch gears just a little bit and talk about patterns. Um, and okay. on its website, it says it's a business school, it's a business a business and design school for the creative class um, that you started in uh, North Carolina. And I want can can you just describe what it is uh, for the people that don't really know beyond that brief definition that I gave you? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, have you ever heard the the phrase "starving artist"? Yes. Yeah, my whole mission is to kill that phrase. Um, I'll tell you why because there there is this intersection that we're sitting in right now where it's the web and it's art. You know, we have filmmakers 
we have coders, we have developers, we have writers, we have painters, we have graffiti artists that have signed up for the school. Um, the school itself basically says, here is your art, here's how you use technology to get it out there, and this is how you're going to sustain yourself. That's what the school is about. I do not want the smartest, most kind, most passionate people that I know to ever have to complain about not being able to pay next month's rent. I mean, it's amazing that you've taken up this mission because I think a lot of people, you know, I live in New York and I, you know, I know I know developers and stuff who are, you know, always chasing that next client and chasing that next, you know, ch- you know, chasing that next project. And I think it's one of the hardest aspects of freelancing or or being entrepreneurial is, you know, figuring out how you're going to sustain yourself. And I think, you know, it's great that you've started this thing. What does, you know, I know that no session is probably the same as the other session, but what does a typical patterns, you know, day or sessions, you know, sort of look like, you know, how big is the group Uh, and that kind of stuff? Yeah. I, um, I never do any groups that are bigger than 16 people because it needs to be super intimate and by the time everyone leaves the classes, it's really interesting to see how many of them are still in contact almost on a daily basis um, because it gets – the reason it's, it's been so beautiful so far is because everyone is just like really opened up. You know, After day one, things just come flying out, and it, it's, it's really a beautiful thing. Um, so basically it's a five-day session, and when people first get there – I put them in pairs, and they have to interview each other, and then they have to write an actual bio on the person that they interviewed. Now, what this does is it tells everyone exactly who they are, what they hope to accomplish while they're at Patterns, but it also sh- it also shows me you know, what they want to get out of this. And sometimes what they say isn't what they leave with, which is really interesting as well. Um, but it gives everyone a reference point. Um, and after that, we basically sit down and we analyze like three people or companies that you've really idolized. You say, this is amazing and I want to, whatever I do, I want it to be like this or influenced by these people. And we completely break down exactly the patterns that made them successful. And then everyone's projects, we just kind of, uh, just kind of like look at things from a cross section and we try to apply all the patterns that we discover to the different projects um, and passions and businesses and art that everyone wants to accomplish. So um, it's very intensive. Um, it's very hard on the mind, but everyone that's left has built, has, uh, you know, gone right out and built exactly what they wanted to build. And that's, that's the most beautiful thing I could think of. But, I mean, that's, that's awesome because I think a lot of people are looking to figure out those skills and figure it out. And I think you bring a really interesting perspective because I know at one point I've heard you on a podcast or I read about you know that you you did business basically you did business hacking for a long time as like a profession uh before mm-hmm. you kind of went into this design field how much does your past in like building the building other people's businesses and building i know you worked on your family business a trophy company if i'm not mistaken how much yeah. does that stuff influence you know the days at patterns uh well it it it, gave, it laid the pavement man it was the foundation of it all um because there's there's something really interesting you know a lot of times art and artists when they need to sustain themselves there's always an element of business right and there's always this element that i learned early on of being able to create something out of nothing and being able to you know hit the street and build something and sustain things so what i learned through business is 
you know, I was a business person before, and then I absolutely fell in love with design. Um, the part that people miss is that all of the things that are around whatever they're building. So we live in this world that, you know, you could call it capitalism, you could, you could call it whatever you wanted to, but whatever you build is there's this whole ecosystem of influences and things that are around it. And if you don't understand that, if you don't have context, if you don't have context to the people you're trying to serve, you don't have context to the systems you're going to need to deliver, the promises that you make, if you don't have all of that, you're, you're going to miss out. You know, you're going to miss some point of what you need to do what you love. Um, yeah, that's, I mean, that's really interesting. I think that, I think the idea of, you know, do, you know, figuring out what you love and figuring out how to do it is so important. You know, you do so much, you do so many things like in your brief intro, you were talking about, uh, the patterns and simple cast and, uh, so many other things, uh, the great discontent, you know, the list goes on and on books. What, what keeps you motivated? What keeps you going? And sort of also equally as important, what would you tell someone, you know, starting out in the design world, you know, just learning certain, you know, going to their first meetup or something, uh, what would you tell them to keep them motivated? Well, the thing that, the thing that motivates me is pure curiosity and, I heard I heard Tina Roth Eisenberg say it, and she was quoting someone. I almost want to say it was Ira Glass, but I don't think it was. Um, I'll have to look it up. But uh, basically, if you have if you see something wrong, the only way to complain is to create something better. So in my life, what motivates me is just pure curiosity. And there are problems that I see. Everything that I build or do. It, as a designer is I didn't like the way something was so I changed it and when you're so curious and you've trained your eye to see to really see things opportunities pop up everywhere and the longer you do it the faster you can execute on things and to me people look at you know what I do um, but what you named off is is small I mean you should see the things that that are just around the corner. It's just a matter of staying hungry. You know, what is it? Stay hungry, stay foolish, right? Yeah. Like, be curious and just try to make things better. If you don't like them, just tackle them. And everything that I do is complementary to each other. So you were mentioning Simplecast. You know, when I'm, when I'm there teaching at Patterns, one of the best ways to communicate is doing exactly what you're doing, is having conversations out in the open. So... If you want to grow your art, put a conversation around it. So you have Simplecast. That's an easy way to do it. Um, and next week, we're actually launching completely customized, custom domains, type kit integration, everything. Themes, it's oh, all wow. coming out for that, no extra money. That's fantastic. Um, yeah. So I want, to, I want to talk to you about Simplecast a little bit. I think it's a great product uh, for people who are you know making podcasts. I think it, it really lowers the barrier to entry, and it seems like you're even lowering it even further. How much, you know, it's really, I want to talk about Simplecast and Happy Monday, your other podcast, which I listen to religiously. Um, Thank you. It's fantastic. You you and uh, Sarah have just amazing, really amazing conversations, and I hope that my conversations one day are equally as amazing, because I think... Uh, <laughs> you're 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 really sharp, Ruben. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, but um, special. <laughs> no, I, I really do. I think you, you, you make your guests feel welcome, and you, you make... 
people on the outside looking in sort of feel a part of this community. And I'm wondering what out of, you know, you guys are over a year now been doing it. I'm wondering what have you learned from doing the show, whether it's a specific lesson you learned from somebody who you interviewed or just from the actual act of doing the show every week? You know, in a, in a lot of ways, like some of the things I've learned is that I just absolutely love the people that we interview. Um, and I don't know if you would call it a happy accident or what, but being able to host the show with someone that is as is just as sharp and as curious as I am in, in Sarah, um, I mean, she she it's it's very strange to have these conversations because you can feel it when you're recording it that she is just as curious and hungry to figure out how these people are doing what they're doing and and what makes them special and how they see the world like. We share that same passion, and it's it's just equal. Like, that's why we do it. We ask the questions because we actually want to know and we want to try things ourselves. I mean, that's, I mean, that's part of the reason why I also do my own show. It's I, I wanted to have conversations with these people, with people like you and people like Sam, and, you know, really try to learn from them. And I think that other people can learn from the conversations I'm having because I think, you know, self-taught individuals and people who are just starting out in the industry really – would you know would value you know i come from that same perspective as somebody who's just starting out um what you know what advice would you give to somebody who you know is either just graduating school or has just you know decided that they want to jump into the you know web creative industries and you know what advice would you give them to move you know to get them going my my uh my strongest point of advice i think and i don't like to give advice i know i have a school and everything but i really just <laughs> like to help people explore right i like to open the table for exploration and my bit of advice if i would give it is this, is just to tell someone this it's it's not easy you're gonna have to work at it and if you work at it you can beat someone that has four times as much talent as you have you know what i mean like Stay curious, work really hard, and if you want to be a really good designer, um, and I used to say this about uh, filmmakers too, or actors, it's like if you want to be a really good actor, then you need to spend as much time in front of a camera as you possibly can. You know what I mean? If you want to be a really good designer, you're going to have to work hard, and you're going to have to keep designing, like always be designing. Um, it's the only way to do it. There, there's no, there are no shortcuts. You have to do the work. That's, I mean, that's really fantastic advice. I think that a lot of people <clears throat> think that they that they'll spend a few hours, a, you know, a few hours a week, and then all of a sudden they're a designer or they're a developer. But you know, it's really you know somebody who has five years of experience coding is much more advanced. And you have to, as a new person in the industry, you have to live up to your you have to live up to expectations. Um, mm-hmm. So in the last few minutes that you know that we have, I want to ask you. What's 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 your favorite project that you're working on or that you've worked on in the past? Man, that's a tough question. I know for um, you, for you it's going to take some time because you got to think about you know the three dozen things that you're doing right this very moment, <laughs> well, plus I, yeah, plus just, the dozens I, of things you've finished. Yeah, I, I love them all, um, <laughs> and you know, I guess I'm trying to build a career out of helping as many people learn as many things as they want to when it comes to, you know, design and business and development. Um, 
And that's kind of the train that keeps moving me forward. I, I would say patterns is probably the big train um, and a new business that Sarah and I are getting ready to launch. Um, those are the things that drive, and everything else is a complement to that. Um, everything else helps it. You know, Simplecast is an application that helps get the message out, right? Um, the podcasts that we do and the books that I write. Um, but I, the main focus for me is is patterns in this new business because it helps a lot of people. Everything else just kind of complements that. Wow. Um, I think, you know, like we've already talked about patterns and I think it's a fantastic, you know, fantastic endeavor. And I, I can see how your other projects are sort of, burnt, you know, to use the the GitHub terminology, but branching off of that. Uh, yeah, and it's exactly. all, and it's all merging back in. Um, so, you know, that's, you know, that's your favorite thing, but what is, you know, what does the future hold for you? You know, what's, you know, what do you see six months out from now or a year out from now, um, versus right now? Um, I don't see much difference. Um, from what I'm doing now, I think I'm always going to be curious. I'm always going to see opportunities, and I'm always going to act on them immediately. Um, one thing I think I I will see more in the future is this a better pace, right? Pace is the trick. I think um, over the last two years, I've been building things rather um, frantically. Um, but now I know more of who I am. You know, over the last couple of years, I've gone through so much. I've tested myself so hard. Now I have an understanding um, of what's important. You know, I have this this thing that I hold really close to myself internally that's just driving everything that I do right now. And as long as that's intact, everything else can play itself out. So my, my goals in the future are to have a really good pace. All of these things are still happening, um, but it's under complete control that makes sense oh i mean it makes plenty of sense you mentioned earlier that um you've mentioned a lot of people um whether it's tina roth eisenberg swissmas or sarah who you co-host with or sam who came and taught you ios um and i think that the community is very important to everyone's individual success um whether it's being able to ask questions on stack overflow or it's you know having those people to turn to to ask questions when you need help I'm wondering if you if you have any ideas of how somebody first coming into this industry um, can go about building those friendships and those relationships because I think they're so valuable and I think figuring out that path is very difficult for some people. Oh man, you know I I would be absolutely nothing if it if it weren't for Sarah if it weren't for Frank Camiro and Josh Brewer and all of these like you know, just great minds, you know, the S makers, these are people that I get to have conversations with all the time. And it's, it's like unfair. I feel like I'm cheating life. Um, <laughs> the, the web has brought these amazing people into my life and it's everything, you know what I mean? But the thing that you have to remember when you're coming in is like, you don't get to meet these kinds of people unless you are one of these kinds of people. And these kinds of people are the most giving, most personally like driven to answer questions. Um, they don't take, they give. They give, they give, they give, give until they're worn out from giving. And then when they're so worn out from giving, people come back and give them the opportunities that they need while they're recovering. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
So my advice if you're coming into the industry is to give as much as you possibly can. Ask a lot of questions, but don't ask a lot of people. Um, too many, too many people right now are out there with their hands out and are just asking for things before, before doing the good thing first. You know what I mean? The good thing is to give to this community. If this, if this community didn't have so many wonderful giving people, it wouldn't be where it is. You know, I've, I'm older, man. I'm 34. I've been in business and marketing situations and I've, you know, done consulting for Burt's Bees and big companies. Like no other industry has the community that we have. They all are competitive. They want to dog each other out. They want to type on their blackberries until they sprain their thumbs. <laughs> Our community is amazing. And don't take that for granted. Give back to it. Help it grow. And it's going to give back to you. Those, I mean, that is fantastic advice and a fantastic way to look at the community. I think that a lot of people, <clears throat> a lot of people just starting out who have never experienced it, who have never gone to a Brooklyn beta or, you know, never gone to a meetup have really are haven't had that opportunity to understand that. So Josh, I want to, before we wrap up, where can, where can, uh, my guests, uh, where can people find you on the internet? You know, Facebook, Twitter, where, you know, what, you know, websites, that kind of stuff. Yeah. I mean, the, the best way to find me is, is Twitter. That's, that's the the center of my universe. I'm not even on Facebook or anything. I just I think Twitter is is a very lean, beautiful way to uh, communicate with people. So just at Josh Long on Twitter, and you can find anything you need. All right, that's perfect, Josh. I want to thank you so much for being a guest on How to Hold a Pencil. I really appreciate you taking out the time. You can follow the show on Twitter at Hold a Pencil, or you can follow me on Twitter at Ruben Ingber, and you can find show notes and everything that we talked about. I'll put links uh, for everything that Josh is working on, um, if I can find them all, uh, Uh Once again, thanks to Josh, and I will see you all next week.